This is Kenyon Phillips, and you're listening to Be Here Tomorrow. <laughs> that was that was some fucking bullshit VO voice. Okay, this is my real voice. This is Kenyon Phillips, and you're listening to Be Here Tomorrow, a podcast dedicated to finding reasons to live. I have my one-month-old daughter strapped to me right now as I'm recording, so you may hear some little coos and other baby sounds. It's a bonus. Today, I took our three-and-a-half-year-old son for a walk in the woods behind our house, and uh, it was all snowy and really quite beautiful, and we came to a creek bed that was all frozen over with really thick ice. And he being the boisterous, fearless three-and-a-half-year-old that he is, walked right out onto the ice and got really excited, and he was sliding. And at one point, he, he fell. He ate shit right on his face. And he didn't cry. And I found myself reflexively saying, Good boy. Good for you. You're brave. And that's when this memory came back to me of, (laughs) there was a baby noise, of being really little, maybe three, maybe four, and I fell, and it really hurt, and I wanted to cry, and I remember my father saying, be a big boy, be a big boy, don't cry. And when I didn't cry, I was rewarded and I was given this approbation, you know, that I was a big boy and that I was brave. And the message I got was I shouldn't show my feelings. I shouldn't cry. I should be invulnerable. It's not like my dad was some macho guy. He really wasn't. You know, I don't blame him for it or anything like that. But we live in a world where I believe vulnerability is largely discouraged. We're taught that being invulnerable that being tough, that being strong makes us valuable, desirable, worthy, lovable. But in my experience, the opposite is actually true. Vulnerable is lovable. Vulnerability builds a bridge to intimacy and actually makes space for us to be loved and to love others. Tonight, I was, I was doing something I do pretty much every day. I was cleaning poop out of my son's underwear. He's potty trained, but he's still sort of, you know, on that fine line. And uh, so, yeah, I was at the sink cleaning poop out of his underwear. And it reminded me of truly, this will sound weird, one of the best moments of my life, one of the deepest moments of connection that I've ever experienced to date was with my wife's grandfather, who really was my adoptive grandfather. I I was crazy about him. Anyway, one night we were at dinner and he went to the bathroom and he didn't come back. He was very fragile. He needed a walker. I was the only boy there, so I was sent in to the men's room after him to see what was up. And he had locked himself in the stall in shame because he had shit all over himself. And he didn't want to come out. He was embarrassed and... I uh, I said, hey, let me let me in so I can clean you up because I knew he couldn't clean himself up. He was, you know, he barely could, could barely walk, and so I cleaned him up, and 
He didn't say a word the whole time. After we got home, he took a shower and everything. And he said to me, I felt like a fucking animal in there. I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. And you made it all right for me. And in that moment, I felt so much love for this man. And I realized it was really that experience of his helplessness, of his extreme vulnerability that inspired that love for him in me. He, he became so tender and so lovable, again, through his helplessness, through his vulnerability. And uh, the fact that he allowed me to help him, it brought us closer and it did create a bridge between us. I think about my kids, my son with his poopy undies and certainly my daughter. I mean, she's a month old. She, she's absolutely helpless and absolutely vulnerable and incredibly, palpably lovable. Even when she spits up all over me or needs a diaper changed or when she has that hungry cry and I take her in my arms and give her a bottle, I... My heart is full. I mean, I, it, it is just such an intimate, beautiful experience of connection. I feel my heart growing by taking care of my helpless children. <laughs> Anyone who knows me well knows I have a shit ton of addicts in my life. Um, I have always been attracted to addicts. I love them. And uh, occasionally people will ask, why the fuck do you surround yourself with these people? You know, they're so broken. And yes, while addicts can be a pain in the ass and heartbreaking and disappointing and all those things, there's something so vulnerable about them. There's something so lovable about them in their vulnerability. They are visibly broken in many ways, and they often ask for help which makes me find them even more lovable. Full disclosure here, I find them a lot more lovable when they're in recovery. But still, I spent so many years trying to be invulnerable. Just girding my loins is the best way to put it, I think. Just, you know, never asking for help, cultivating this persona, this facade where... I've got it all together and I'm always happy and I'm always smiling and everything's under control and that's a front. I mean, the reality is I struggle. I, I have problems. I get depressed. Fuck, I get suicidal. I, I get angry. I get short-tempered. I isolate. I become emotionally unavailable and I bitch and moan about people and places and things and situations, conditions and circumstances, and myself. I need help. I do not have it together. All the time. Not by a fucking long shot. So, what I found was after spending all those years trying to become invulnerable, tough, strong, responsible, what I was doing was building a wall between me and anyone who wanted to have any kind of relationship with me beyond one that was purely superficial. I wasn't making room for love. I wasn't making room to be loved. And I certainly wasn't making room to love anybody else. When somebody asks me for help, when somebody shows me their vulnerability, I find them lovable. 
So why does that not apply to myself? Am I so terminally unique that I can't afford to be vulnerable? What I've learned is that there's nothing brave about pretending to be invulnerable. And that in fact, vulnerability requires tremendous strength, tremendous bravery, tremendous courage. Vulnerability is strength because it's in the service of love and connection. And Lord knows we are stronger when we are connected. We are stronger, better, braver people when we are in love. If I can allow myself to be vulnerable today, if I can allow you to see me as I am, not as I want you to see me, and make space for connection, then I can be here tomorrow. I'm Kenyon Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to Be Here Tomorrow. If you're feeling it, definitely subscribe and share on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud. Fuck, I mean, it's everywhere. It's on all those platforms. And if you want to find out more about me and read things that I've written and listen to things that I've recorded that aren't podcasts, go to thekenyonphillips.com. Finally, please, if you have strong feelings about something I've said or haven't said, DM me on Instagram at thekenyonphillips. And in the meantime, I'll be here tomorrow.